Welcome to the Weekend Shenanigans podcast. Uh, first time here recording in the Midtown studios and first time recording uh, with somebody remote. So here in the studio, you got uh, me, Bill. I'm Steven. And then remote, we've got Cindy. How you doing, Cindy? Hey, guys. How's it going? Hopefully this sounds good to everybody once we record it. It, it sounds good to us right now, but that's not a guarantee of anything. So Live from the beach, Cindy, phoning in. Yeah. yeah. Where, where are you, Cindy? I am at Jekyll Island, Georgia, just uh, chilling. I don't so, hear a wave. Yeah. Uh, well, if I could record from the beach, I would be recording from the beach. Uh, fortunately for me, the sun's not out right now, so it's not a must that I'm out there. So, mm. okay. Is it really dark there already? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, it is still uh, sun's up here. That's crazy. A little further east from you. Yeah, you, you certainly are, but I'm just looking out the looking out the window at the sunset right now. And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah, it is. It is going to be dark there. Speaking of the sun, I saw a meme the other day that was talking about, you know, the, you know, super Mario brothers Yeah. and the level where this, where you're running through the desert and the, and sun, the sun sweeping at you. Like yeah. Trying to kill you. Yep. They that said level. that's Georgia in the summer. It's pretty much right. <laughs> like if you were to replace the tornadoes with like thunderstorms, like lightning, mm-hmm. then that absolutely like, Running from the sun, running from the sun, get stuck in a tornado. Like running from the sun, running from the sun, get stuck in a thunder shower that's gonna, you know, like Moses needs to be built a boat or Noah. Which whichever one of those Bible figures. <laughs> also, according to the onion, 83% of Americans just want to put on sunglasses and say, let's do this. Are they all watching CSI Miami? They just want to do it. <laughs> Oh, no. like, why wouldn't they do that? What's preventing them? I feel like they could make themselves very happy, like just just by going for it. Yeah, that seems like something you could do. Just going to the grocery store, like sunglasses. Let's do this. I feel like that's something I do every day, walking out of my house. <laughs> you have to take your sunglasses off in order to be able to put them on. I take them off inside. Do you? Barely. Mostly. Okay. All right. Anyway. We'll get to a little bit of uh, hashtag content. A couple of things that needed to talk about since it's been, what, a month and a half or so since our last podcast. Um, so kind of the dead season, but a handful of things that happened that are noteworthy. First thing is uh, GT Baseball wrapped up their season. So thoughts, GT Baseball? A little bit of a letdown of the season. Yeah, I thought the season was a little disappointing this year. I didn't quite get all the way into it like I, I feel like we usually do, or I usually do. Um, I say, speak for yourself. Yeah, I wasn't wasn't all the way in it, but um, I thought their performance could have been better for sure. We lost to Georgia three times. Terrible. I, I saw something. Georgia um, yesterday, I guess, lost to Duke twice. Mm-hmm in the regional to lose the Athens regional to Duke. Good job, Blue Devils. Yeah. Only time I'll ever see that. Um, And one person I follow on Twitter said that yesterday Duke has beaten Georgia more times than we've beaten Georgia in the last three years. Mm -hmm. Terrible. And that was kind of all I needed to know about Georgia Tech baseball and, and we had a conversation, I guess it was at the beginning of the season or, or, before the season about what we thought about Danny Hall and and where things were with the program and kind of where we thought they should be. And I was, at the time I thought I was cautiously optimistic, 
I guess I was overly optimistic. I think I'm kind of where you are, Cindy. Are you still pro Danny Hall? Or you still think he's the answer for now? I don't know. I, I'm to the point where if they made a change, I wouldn't be upset about it. Like I, I think we're still, I think we're still stuck with Danny Hall for a couple more seasons. Um, I honestly don't think that they're going to make any change. I think they just renewed his his contract this year or last year, pretty recently. So I don't think that he's going anywhere anytime soon. Um, yeah, but, I think it was last year. But yeah, I'm I'm kind of to that point now where, you know what? Let's let's run this contract down. Let him coach his kids a couple of years. Like, I guess Connor's a, a freshman. Carter's a sophomore now. Like. So, you know, two or three more years, and unless somebody spectacular like Mark Trashera wants to start coaching baseball, like, I'd make the move. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I mean, I'd vote for Brian Prince to come back. Yeah, I, I liked him, but I don't know if he's getting any better. I don't know. Who knows? It's all about recruiting. That is true. So... It's hard hard to raise money for a program, too. I know they're looking to raise a good amount of money for the stadium and things like that. Yeah. So that's hard to do when people are not excited about the team. You probably need to put your phone on vibrate, too. (laughs) I did that. Thanks. No problem. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I I get what you're saying. It is – it's a little bit chicken or the egg though. Like if, if we can't get excited about the team because the team's bad and the team's bad because the facilities aren't air conditioned in the batting cages right? and the batting cages aren't air conditioned because we don't donate money. It's a big circle. So I, I get where you're coming from that. It's, it's definitely harder. You know, I don't feel juice to go out and just here's a thousand bucks, Danny, like have fun. Like it, you're right. I don't feel juice to do that. So yeah. I don't, I don't know, if, you know, what the long-term answer is there. Um, I know we've got, again, what, what appears to be a good class that that's committed to come in. Um, speaking of coming in, I guess we got to talk about what's going out too. So obviously there were uh, a handful of seniors that have now played their last game as a yellow jacket, uh, Wade Bailey kind of being the, the one that sticks out from a senior class in my mind. So mm-hmm. I, I guess he left, uh, top five or top 10 in a lot of statistical categories based basically on the back of playing for four straight years. Like, right. It, it was one of those things where he was third in games played and third in number of at bats. And it's like, okay, if you're number three in number of at bats, then, better be number five and number of hits and number of walks and number of doubles. Like if you're, if you're much lower than that, then why are we giving you all these at bats? So from a senior perspective, he's gone, um, lose a couple pitchers. Um, also Kel Johnson, who God, if Kel Johnson only was what his promise was as a freshman, like he was hurt all this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's really what was the downfall of his career at Tech was was injury. But you remember him coming in, and it was like, oh, man, this guy didn't go pro. Yeah, he was crushing it. Yeah, and he was just absolutely raking. And it was like, this is going to be the guy. Like, holy cow, can't wait. Like, oh, man, we're going to be lucky to hold on to him one more year. Like, we thought he was going to, you know, as soon as he was a junior, you know, 
go go to the draft. Um, but yeah, it never really blossomed into that. But speaking of draft, Joey Bart drafted number two overall to the San Francisco Giants yesterday. So that uh, is Joey. pretty damn. Yeah, it is really awesome. Tied for number two, tied for second draft pick for overall at, at Georgia Tech. Like that's the highest we've ever come in any draft, right? Yeah, yeah, that, that's, you know, he's, he's one of those special players that everybody's talking about the Giants taking him and they're like, well, what, what does this mean? And they're like, he's basically pro ready. Like he might not be up first thing next year. Okay. But he'll be a September call up next year and then might stick down in the minors at the beginning of his sophomore season in major leagues. And, and, you know, they'll, they'll play those games to keep the extra year of club control, but he's the heir apparent to Buster Posey there. Like, He's going to be that good. He's got future all-star, you know, barring some freak injury. He's got above average skills behind the dish and he's got plus power, which means that, you know, with his contact rate, even if his contact rate goes down a little, which you'd expect it to in the pros, he's going to be the everyday, everyday uh, catcher for the giants for the next you know, decade. Maybe not quite decade. He's a little little older. He's not the right out of high school kid, but he's going to be good. I'm excited to see where he goes. I followed him on Twitter the other day. Yeah, he got drafted. Yeah, yeah, for did sure. You see the, did you see the video of uh, him and his family and all the guys, all the the teammates? Uh, I did. Yeah, that was a great video. Yeah, you, you I always the like, deer heads on the wall. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see all the deer. Like you can kind of tell he's a he's a little bit of a good old boy. Um, but I, I think that's got to be, if you're Todd Stansbury, that's in Danny Hall, that's your first call for getting that $2 million, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, Joey. Check uh, you right should be to Georgia Tech. <laughs> yeah, and I know that we gave you this scholarship for three years. Uh, that's worth 100000 Like, you just want to give that right back, right? Like, pay it forward. I told you Tashera said the first check he ever wrote in his life was to Georgia Tech. Was it? Once he, got, once he signed. He said he, had, he said he was in Danny Hall's office and he got the call saying he had been drafted and he was going to go pro. And he said, okay, I guess I'm not coming back my senior year. And he said, you know, what do you guys need around here? Coach Hall said a couple of things to him. He said, and he said, cool. He said, as soon as I get it, he's like, I, he's like, as soon as I get a checkbook, because he said at that point in time, he didn't even have a checkbook. He said, I'll write y'all a check. And he did. Well, hopefully, uh, I mean, second overall pick, that's, I don't know, five Cash. plus five plus million guaranteed. Like, I guess after taxes, that's only two and a half. That's not FU money yet, but it's the kind of thing where you can, you can write that hundred thousand dollars without worrying about it too much. Yeah. So good for him. I, I, you know, you always hear, you know, about kids coming in and, and being prospects, it's it's really kind of cool to see one. I, you know, I don't know if a year ago I realized how good he really was. Like you, you kind of knew he was a good catcher, but what is a good college catcher? And then to kind of this year start to realize that, all right, this guy might be something special. That, I mean, to your point, Cindy, <laughs> we've only had one other number two pick ever in in school history. Like, yeah, 
we might not ever see another number two pick again. Like that might've yeah. been. And we're not uh, talking about just baseball. We're talking about every sport. Right. Exactly. Like that might be the best baseball player we ever see come out of Georgia tech. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of cool to see. Backtracking. Did Wade Bailey get drafted? Uh, I don't know. Day two and three of the draft continue. Um, Cause I thought, I thought he got drafted last year, but chose to come back. I don't know. I thought he got drafted I, late last year, but chose I, to come back. But I, um, I haven't heard anything about it. Get on, get on the Google machine. Let's know. I, I just did, and I didn't see anything. Yeah, I, I would doubt seniors tend not to get drafted. Like that's why Joey going as a junior makes sense, is because you have leverage at that point. Like Joey could, if if he didn't go high enough and didn't get the signing bonus that's allotted, like each each draft pick in MLB has a allotted signing bonus. So like. By going number two, he gets you know five million dollars. If he had been second rounder, he might have only gotten a million. If he had been third rounder, he might have only gotten a hundred thousand. And so, as a junior, if you go third round and somebody's only offering you a hundred thousand, you have the option to go back to school. So that tends to push you up because they're like, okay, I want to entice this kid to sign. Versus as a senior, you don't have like there's no got, other option. Yep, yeah. that's where you're signing. Like, good for you. So. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if he gets drafted. Major League Baseball has what seems like a hundred rounds to the draft, so he'll probably get drafted. He'll probably get you know twenty five, thirty grand to go play. You know, it's kind of a it's a racket, honestly, in minor leagues, and they've been doing a lot of stuff with uh, with Congress to try to get them up to the federal minimum wage because technically they're below it, but because they're contract workers, it doesn't hasn't really worked that way and because it's monopoly it's it's all a bunch of bullshit but basically they're trying to figure all that out so hopefully wade gets uh picked up somewhere and makes some money and gets to play uh i also hope that he got a good education at tech and has a fallback plan speaking of fallback plans and people who won't need them uh josh akogi is also headed to the draft any thoughts there um, I'm kind of disappointed for our for our basketball team next year. I kind of thought I I kind of thought he was. That's your first thought is you're you're disappointed for basketball team next man, Cindy. That is my clinical. first thought, and my second thought is like, was he really good enough to get drafted? <laughs> um, so I have no good I, thoughts there. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was testing the waters, and I thought he was going to come back, but I guess the waters tested well enough for he. The, apparently, he went to some of the scouting camps and did really good there. He impressed at the combine up in Chicago. That was the word was that he went from being a mid second rounder to potentially a late first rounder. Um, and again, even pay, that's a big pay increase, even a mid second rounder is doing okay. Like you get drafted in, in to the NBA, like you're going to make a couple hundred thousand dollars playing the D league or, or the G league or whatever they're calling them now. Like he, he's got a chance to be, I don't, I don't know if he'll ever be a Steph or a LeBron or like an all-star caliber. He be a LeBron. Not, not a LeBron, but I'm saying like, I don't know if he'll ever be an all-star, but he's got the makeup to be a sixth man. Like you take a look at some of the six men that have been in the NBA recently. Those guys are making 6 million a year. You think he's going to sign a big baller brand for shoes? <laughs> uh, I'm hopeful that he signs with Adidas. Hopefully he does big ball and brand. 
Is that yeah. a real brand? I've never heard of that. Big baller brand? Yeah. LeVar, LeVar Ball? Never lost. LeVar, big baller brand is. I guess I need to brush up my shoe game. Yeah. yeah. It's it's the ball boys. All the, you know, Leangelo and LaMelo and uh, LeVar's the dad. And uh, what's the third one's name? Uh, it's Mello, Jello, and Zo. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo, Lonzo. Leangelo. Yeah, I had Leangelo and Lamelo. Um, yeah, it's the uh, they they've gotten somebody to make them a bunch of shoes, and they're selling them for five hundred dollars a pair. I don't know if anybody's buying them, but they're tight. <laughs> Steven's apparently buying them. <laughs> no, I don't have any. I just watched their Facebook show. It's hilarious. All right. So yeah, Kogi's going to end up going uh, late first round, whatever you know, maybe early what? second round. When is the NBA draft? I guess it's later this month or July. Yeah, it's after the after the finals or ever. Okay. So the, the NBA what if he goes to the Hawks? Uh, I would love it if he went to the Hawks. Uh, Hawks just got a new coach. Um, I, I think they're in a rebuild. He's the kind of guy that puts in the minutes and rebounds and does all the things that you're going to want out of you know a young guy like. I think he'd be a good piece for the Hawks to pick up. Like he's not, again, he's not a centerpiece that you can build around and the Hawks would have to do something special because they've got, they've got the third overall pick. Um, so they're, they're not particularly lined up to, to take him late in the first. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be upset if the Hawks took him, but we'll, we'll talk. He, to oh, I'm is sorry. Is he from Atlanta or from Georgia? Yeah, he went to uh, he went to the same high school as Caroline. Oh, Shiloh. Yep. Nice. So he's he's a local product. So, anyway, um, we'll we'll talk a little more NBA in a little bit. Uh, but what else about Georgia Tech basketball do we want to talk about, Stephen? You you've done a little little yeah, learning. That, uh, Pastner, they Georgia Tech had hired a attorney to look into the Pastner scandal. I thought it was a private investigator. They hired Most of the attorney. time, private investigators are or were previously attorneys. You're walking that legal line of what can you look into and what can you dig up, what's going to be allowed in court. But um, his findings came back uh, uh, saying that Pastor did nothing. Nothing I'm wrong. Not, on, the, on, the, on the sexual either. harassment thing of the guy, Ron Bell's girlfriend or ex-girlfriend or whatever she is. They said nothing. Well, that's good. Um, you know, that's the kind of thing you you wish didn't drag on. You wish never happened at all. Um, you know, true or false. You know, the allegations. Not, yeah, it's not good to have allegations. Right. Like you don't. You, if the allegations are true, then that's horrible. If the allegations are false, then that's also bad that somebody would, you know, make false allegations against somebody. Um, so yeah, just a pretty bad situation in general. So I'm glad that that's kind of over. And I hope this actually closes the book on this chapter and we don't find ourselves in the same space in like a year or two, something else going on, you know? Well, I think there's still going to be some stuff coming up about the um, improper, benefits. improper benefits for the players yeah, and what that guy's, you know, actual role was and what his involvement it was in and around the program. But as far as this one piece of that, um, this does discredit what he said yeah, to, to a certain degree. Mean, but that's not to say that 
the program's been squeaky clean. Like there certainly could have been issues that still could face some sort of NCAA sanction or, or hand slap. So yeah, we'll have to see how that plays out. But in general, uh, back to your, your first thought, Cindy, about the upcoming season, it's, uh, looking like season three with Pastner is going to be another hard one and, and, you know, not necessarily through no fault of his own. Like you're glad that Okogi gets a chance and is going to go to the NBA. That's, that's great publicity for the program. That's great recruiting for the program that you can say, Hey, look, this guy legit played two years for Pastner. Was a, was he two-star recruit? He was basically yeah. not a, not a prospect played two years for Passner and they turned him into a potential first rounder. Like that's about as good of a story as you could want to tell on the recruiting trail. But man, next year it's going to be Jose Alvarado. And uh, I really like Alvarado. I'm excited to see what he can do. I, I, I do too. I like him too, but we're going to need Evan Cole. We're going to need AD Gay. We're going to need a lot of people to really step up and fill some shoes. Like, yeah, you know, Ben Lammers left some big shoes to fill. Exactly. We thought we were just going to have to backfill Lammers, which was like, oh, man, that's going to be hard enough. Now having to backfill Lammers and a Kogi, like mm-hmm. clearly our two best players last year. So You, you, know, you think you, the basketball tickets price at least would reflect the hard season we're going to have, but it does not. I wanted to buy – I kind of wanted to buy tickets like I do every year, and I look at the price, then I'm like – no, I don't think so. What are they rolling at? Like five to a thousand, depending on where your seats are. Yeah, basically, like the lowest one you can buy, I think, is like five fifty, five three hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. for one me. seat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking about getting tickets to it too. I'm still kind of iffy. Um, I, I wish. You know what I'd really love. You know how baseball did that flex pack where it was like you can buy 30 seats to an assortment, you know, basically 30 right. seats and, and you could use four on this game and none on the next game and that kind of thing. I would yeah. really love to go in on a pack of that because I'd love to go like I, I kind of want like a third of a season or half a season. Yeah. But I want that half a season to be like with my friends. Exactly. Like yeah. I, I don't, I don't want to go to every game and I don't even need it to be all the good games or, you know, like it could be an assortment of good games and bad games. Um, but I'd love to have like, instead of a pair of ticket, a pair of season tickets, I'd rather have four half season tickets. Mm-hmm. Like for well, the so my thing is they don't sell out on the season tickets. Like they, they, they're not going to sell out. So like, why can you not like let them like let them go in packages and like a lower, lower rate or something, you know? So. Well, how many season tickets do they want to sell? How many, I mean, I assume they want to see, sell all yeah. of them. Well, but I mean, so I'll use Atlanta United as an example. They want they like Atlanta United has the demand. They have a season ticket waiting list. They've got 37,000 season tickets. And they basically said, we're not selling any more because when it's not the full open Mercedes-Benz Stadium, they want to have still some tickets available for single game. Which I totally understand. You don't want to basically be so exclusive that you box out people from being able to buy a pair and bring their kids to a game. Does that make sense? 
Right, but how many does Mercedes-Benz sit? 45, so they're holding 8,000 8, roughly. That oh. whole stadium only sits 45,000. No, no, no. When, it's, when it's in the, the lower bowl the only configuration. Game. Like, they can't open okay. it up to 71, but they don't do that every game. So, obviously, they can't sell more season tickets than the lower bowl. So, they kind of use it as the consideration. So, my, my point here is that in McCamish, it seats 9,000, 8,800, something like that. So, how many is the right amount of season tickets to sell so that you fill the place up, but at the same time, when we want to bring some friends or I want to buy my mom, you know, who's a Notre Dame grad, tickets to the Tech Notre Dame game, like, you know, so that there are Don't tickets. Don't bring on. an enemy, Bill. She, <laughs> you know, she's kind of neutral-ish. She's not neutral-ish. Who am I kidding? Um. No, but my point here is that like you want to have some availability of tickets on the primary market so that prices don't just run out of control on StubHub or CD. No, I totally get that. In this specific case, in my situation, I feel like even like the lowest price season ticket is more than I want to spend. So I just wish, like you said, there was like more options like a flex pass or something they like that where some, I can go to a few um, games, but yeah, they do do some flex passes, but they tend to be pretty expensive. They are. They, even the flex pass are expensive. Yeah. Like they end up being like, I, I guess what we have like eighteen home games or something like that. So the yeah. full season tickets at four hundred bucks, call it twenty bucks a game. And I think when you do the flex passes, they end up being closer to forty bucks a game. Yep. It's like, man, I should have just, you know, yeah, there may be a little bit better seats for forty bucks a game, but maybe I should have just done the $20 game ticket and stuck down and sat wherever I wanted. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I do. Maybe I just buy a couple of cheap seats. I don't know. Just buy those court sides. Court sides. I might actually do that for women's basketball this year. There you go. 150 bucks for the whole season for court side seats. There you go. Like that's disparity, disparity in price between women and men. Oh, I don't think we can like I don't think courtside seats for men's are publicly available. Like that's I know, that's but like there's no $150 options for season tickets for men. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> not not even for a flex pass. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, for 150 bucks for like a courtside seat for women's basketball, that's almost as cheap as an AT point gets. And courtside seats are kind of pimp. Doesn't matter what it is. That's not true. We know how cheap an AT point gets. to volleyball. It's less than that. I got the, I think it was the senior ticket to volleyball. I don't know. (laughs) But you're not a senior. Come on. Don't cheat the system. You want to know how cheap (laughs) you can get it. You want to know. (laughs) Speaking of which, need to renew those soon. But all right. We'll move on, uh, I I guess, past basketball. But also looking ahead to next season, uh, football. Any uh, excitement building for you guys for football season now that spring practice is behind us and we're kind of getting into the football, you know, it's kind of the next thing. Adidas? Yeah, Adidas is coming up. It's going to be lit. What are we, minus, T minus, uh, less, less than, than a, month? a month? It's July 1st, right? Today is June 5th, and yes, it, it should be available. They're saying maybe not in wide availability on July 1st, but in in – you know, that will be the start of the availability, uh, Todd Stansbury said, of 
Adidas gear. So GT Yeezys. Uh, yeah. I mean, you, you're going to go in on new shoes. Yeah. Cindy, definitely. You going in on new shoes? Uh, maybe I, I actually need, I need some new tennis shoes. So maybe. Yeah. New, huh. some new Adidas, Adidas kicks supporting the, supporting the brand. I could do that if they're decent looking. I'm stocking up if they come out with the colorway, this Georgia Tech, I'm going for it. So I've got a, uh, a thought I'd like you two to consider. So part of our season ticket package is a one-time 10% discount on, sorry, football season tickets, is a one-time 10% discount on an online purchase of Adidas gear, Right. And if Todd is correct that gear will be coming out in waves over the course of, you know, months leading up to kickoff, basically, you know, over June, uh, excuse me, July and August, then I'm anticipating having to make multiple purchases. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to propose that we combine purchases so that way we can get 10% off on a purchase in July. And then 10% off on the I thought it was for one item. No, no, it's on a purchase. Oh. 10% off again on a purchase in August when some more stuff comes out. 10% off again, maybe late August when some more stuff comes out. Thoughts? That sounds like, a, yeah. that sounds like a lot of coordination for just getting your tax back, basically. Cindy, 10% off of like thousands of dollars is like, do you realize how much we're going to spend as a group? I'm using my coupon on Yeezys. I don't. I'm not really much, planning on spending that much money. How much of the Cindy? Please, that's not. like the most Cindy statement I've ever heard. The Yeezys are like like two fifty, right? So Retail. Stevens Stevens saving twenty five bucks right there. Oh. <laughs> Plus, Stevens going to need a couple of polos. Yeah, he's going to need a couple of uh, banana hammocks. Like I said, if they come out with the Georgia Tech Ultra Boost. I'm three pair. Right. You're going to need a couple of like three pair. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. Sweatshirts, sweatshirts, new, new Adidas like sweatshirts. Ain't nobody Uh, buying a sweatshirt till November. Right. But this is my point is that I'm going to want that. Like, you know, we're all going to buy a sweatshirt in November. Well, fortunately we have how many 10% off? We probably have five or six 10% off coupons. This is my point, Cindy, is that we need to, we need to ration like, if all of us go 10% off on like a hundred dollar purchase in June or in July, like that's a waste of the 10% coupons. Okay. This, is, this is my point. I gotcha. Whatever. We'll anyway. still have to break it, break it down across that many people that are purchasing. I, I would bet within the shenanigans group that we spend upwards of five grand this year on gear. 25% at discount. 25% discount at Georgia Tech bookstores locations at the stadium. Yep. A one-time discount on purchases at adidas.com. Yep, that's the one. Um, so it sounds like we just need to wait till the bookstore. get. If we're getting 10% off at adidas.com, we need to wait till the bookstore locations in the stadium get what we got in there and go get that 25% there. You know they won't have everything in the state. In the, come on. They can hardly make a hamburger there, much less get fucking gear. <laughs> anyway, yes, Cindy. We, How we much have, Russell gear you think they're still going to be trying to sell off next oh, year? a ton, man. It's been on sale. You're not getting those emails every day? No, I'm sure they, I'm, 
all upstairs of the bookstore right now. It's like, yeah. Cindy, you were saying you don't think we're going to spend that much? Uh, I don't know. I mean, Cindy, like, like Bill's breaking it down. Everyone's getting, everyone, well, I mean, all the guys are getting game day polo. At least one. Those are like 80 or 100 bucks each. Then there's definitely going to be some sweatshirts or something going on. So for, even, okay, if you spend $5,000, you get 10% shorts. off, that's $500 off. Yep. Divided against 10 people is $50 a person. Cindy, if $500 ain't a big deal to you, then go ahead and write that check. I'm not spending five grand at the bookstore. I'm not even spending one grand. Like that's not happening. No, I'm betting. You, I'm betting you spend five hundred bucks over the next six months. What if they come out? And I use my ten percent off coupon, and that saves me right. dollars. Right. No, no, no. no. That's what I would have spent anyway. I'm saying it won't all be in one purchase because, like you said, there's going to be like summer purchases, and then there's going to be a oh shit, it's going to be how cold this game day. I need a sweatshirt purchases. I was sending you buy that sweatshirt and leave the tags on and return it. She's played that game before. <laughs> it was cold that day. <laughs> what if they have a Georgia Tech Adidas beach towel? You're you're cashing out on that? I think you guys are really like over over positive about how good this shit's gonna look. I am not I have I am not sold yet. I'm, I'm not sold yet on on what it's gonna look like that I'm gonna want it now. Does bad. it matter? Yes, it does to me. Yeah, I'm Johnson. I need, I've been so desperate for like good apparel for so long. Like it's been, it's been a long time since we've had good stuff. I mean, I saw what the, what the Miami and the Arizona state and all those, what all their ultra boosts looked like last year. I'm just ready to see some tech ones. Yeah. That's why I'm ready and willing to repair. All right. What about football, though? How how you think uh, Quan's senior season looks? Um, well, he's going to have to fight for that position. What? <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> you you think Taquan Marshall is going to have to fight for starting quarterback mm-hmm. against who? I didn't see him very much in that spring game. He was out in the spring he, game with, he, with he strep. He didn't play in the spring game. That's why you didn't see much in the spring game. Yeah. I know. I'm he just saying. Strep. We talked about this. Quan, don't make out with the hose. Golly. I'm just saying. Cindy thinks. How it goes. Cindy, how many beers did you drink down at the beach today? I've had a lot of beers today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no. Quan's, Quan's got that locked up. You saw Kenny Cooper is on the Remington watch list at center. Yeah. No. All right. (laughs) All right. I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. You know, if you want to elaborate on that, Uh, it it is one of the best centers in in the nation. That's what the watch list is for. The center is a pretty integral part of our offensive line. It it is. It might technically be interior lineman. I can't remember, but yes, the point the point is this is the Heisman for lineman kind of thing. Yeah. So to be named to named to the watch list preseason, like all right, cool. We definitely got to do some improvement on the offensive line this year. Can't have Quan out there running around like a chicken with his head cut off trying to stay alive. Who's he gonna be throwing to? Fred Stewart. I don't know who he's gonna be throwing to. A couple, a couple young guys. 
I'm more interested gone, in our right? defense. Is Cersei back? Yeah, Clay Cersei's back. He'll throw some balls to Cersei. Yep. Clinton Lynch should be healthy. Out of the backfield. Um, Jerry Jerry should be uh, good in the And, we'll, you know, Brad Stewart will make a couple of te- catches, and then we'll have somebody – Somebody else will be lining up out there. <laughs> we'll have somebody lined up at receiver. Paul Johnson will figure up. that out. Yeah. I can line Paul's up out at receiver. It. I'm not lining up out at receiver. Too much running? <laughs> I don't have any eligibility left. Oh, you burp on that? <laughs> yeah. My eligibility's done. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> You're more interested in the defense, Cindy? Yeah. I mean, new defensive coach, new scheme. Um, I'm, I'm real excited to see where that goes. How good are we going to be, you know, that first game in the beginning of the season? Are we going to – have we had enough time to switch everything over? Yeah. I mean, my, my concern still there is uh, it, it sucks to lose A.J. Gray. Like, I yeah. get I get why. Yeah. You got to take your health seriously. But that's, that's a big hole. He was, what, our – highest ranking if you count recruiting rankings highest ranking recruit in a long time on defense i thought i saw somewhere paul johnson said he might be the best player he's ever had yeah like he was that kind of kind of good and again i I get messing around with heart conditions is not something that you do like that's a it's a way to die real quick speaking of uh Football, we've got a couple of reorgs going on uh, in terms of seating configurations. So I, I guess we talked about um, Kelly's folks coming and getting season tickets. So they're going to be in y'all section. I guess that meant that Blake and them had to move down a row or two. Is that right? That's what I'm hearing. I think there's a row in front of us now or the row in front of in front of us, two rows in front of us. How far away were Caroline and Hans seats? Like, I, I they were right below us. One row? Okay, so then they might be two rows in front. And then I heard that uh, Katie and Dino were coming in over to yeah. the next year. They're taking yeah. Blake and Kelly's seats, right? I believe so. That's the last I heard, unless they got uh, – they were on waiting list for the gold seats. Unless they got When it. I saw them – Oh, they're going to big time us, huh? When I saw them Saturday night, they said they were still there. Where did you see them Saturday night? Out and about. Stephen can have a life. Why well, you gotta be asking questions? Who are you, the cops? Basically. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Officer Cindy. Officer Cindy. And then uh, up in my section, the two seats next to Kristen and Dana opened up, so I believe Terry jumped on those. Nice. So we're we're kind of getting a couple of little little clumps of people who uh, are going to be more accepting of our kind of drunkenness. Is that the right? <laughs> like, I don't I think, think the people in our section were always pretty accepting. Yeah, most of them were, but every once in a while, I've, I've gotten a, a look or two of like, yeah. I mean, I look at you like that all the time, Bill. Yeah, but that's just your longing look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was actually a couple Hungry seats in the row behind us too that I was like eyeing. I saw that too, but I wasn't ready to lose my bonus. Yeah, move back up. What was the concept? Move back row, get a little more shade a little sooner. Yep, more shade, longer. Oh, longer. And then eventually, eventually move all the way up to like the back. Noon games, you guys get shade. Like three o'clock, you're in the sun, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Gotcha. Gotcha. How long? Like how long does the shade last on a noon game? 
till three o'clock. Does it really last that long? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it lasts that long. Mm-hmm. So, like, like halftime, maybe? Halftime. Halftime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's something for sure. For sure, in like September, like who are we playing? Alcorn? Is that September is really nice. October, it's really nice. Most of November, it's really nice. December, you're like, <laughs> well, late, late December. November, I guess. Yeah. You're like, I, I would. I could deal with some sun right now. <laughs> it's either too hot or too cold. It's always too hot. We should build it down. That Mario level. We should build it down. I mean, we got one less than half mile away. It's too red and black. It's tacky as hell. We just need one of those triangle shade things to go over the field. I think that would work. Or just over our section. Yeah. Just pull a pull a Miami and put the like install a roof thing over the stadium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down. You know. You got to start donating more. I I donate my little bit. <laughs> You're a little bit. That's. I mean, I cut. I cut them a little bonus check every time they send me something. Yeah. Yeah. Give them that extra like four dollars. Mm-hmm. Nice a little tip. <laughs> a little roundup. A little roundup. Stephen's going with the roundups. Mm-hmm. All right. You know, I got to save some money for this Adidas purchase I'm about to have. Oh, shoot, man. Tell me about it. I, I got my roundups rolling into that account. I'm like, uh, it's going to need to be more. All right. Other things going on in the world. Uh, Cindy, you wanted to talk a little bit about the Braves. Uh, yes, I haven't been to a game this year yet, but I hear there's Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Cindy hasn't been to a baseball game. I've been to a game. Remind me if this is a common theme or just... I went to like four or five last year. I feel like that's my I'm average. talking about, I was more giving you grief about... Oh, about the... Like baseball Georgia. this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways... I keep getting Twitter feed that they're doing really well. They keep they are. coming back in the ninth inning. They yeah, have had a couple of walk-offs. Had a lot of walk-offs. Can you name any of the good players on the team, or you gotten that far yet? Oh, Freddie Freeman. It starts with a D. Yeah, Freddie Freeman, obviously. Well, it starts with a D. Yeah, Darby Dan. Swanson. Yes, Darby. Darby. Darby Swanson. Acuna. Acuna Matata. <laughs> Uh, Julio Tehran. Uh, Tehran just went on the DL today. Yep, for injured oh. thumb. Yep. They were thinking it might have been Tommy John, but apparently it's just a jammed thumb. So that – we'll see. He's on my fantasy team. I'm not very happy about him in general this year. He's only been okay. Suzuki? Yeah, he's been hurt almost all year. He, I, yeah. He's the other day. Yeah, maybe he's back, but he's been hurt most of the year. Really, the big names are uh, Ozzy Albies and mm-hmm. uh, Ronald Acuna. Those yep. are those are the two guys. Those are the that two that are doing it right got now. Got called up. Uh, well, one of them got called up. One another one was called up late last year. Um, Dansby's okay. He's he's fitting in as a serviceable uh, middle infielder. And That's who I was thinking of, Dansby. Yeah, old Darby. Uh, and, and the weird one is Nick Markakis, who's oh, a 34 yeah. year old who is batting like 40 points above his career average. Like he's batting like wrong with 34 year olds. <laughs> there is, if you're playing baseball <laughs> and if you're a 300 batter for your entire career, all of a sudden at 34, it's weird. If you start batting 340, that juice, yeah, maybe you just found the right hitting coach or whatever the 
combination. And good for him. I'm, I'm happy that he's doing well, and, and he's really been a catalyst for the team. Like, I, I saw a statistic yesterday that in terms of wins above replacement, which is kind of the standard for measuring an all-around player, uh, we have three of the top eight. So it's Freeman, I think, is number one or number two. And then Marcakis and Albies round out seven and eight. So it's really been it's, it's really been the batting that's been kind of the incredible part of the Braves this year. So I'm, batting is important. Yeah, I'm a little hesitant. Like some of them, like I said, Marcakis has been batting out of his mind. So I'm kind of like, okay, can he keep this up? Because we're only a game or two, game and a half in first place above the Nationals, and a there's game. a game now. Okay. A game above the Nationals, uh, I believe there's another team two games behind them. Is it, is it the Phillies? Is the Phillies that are two games behind them? Ugh, I hate the Phillies. Yeah, but basically my point here is that like there's a lot of competition that if we don't keep up hitting this well, we'll get caught pretty quickly. Um, so, Yeah, it's the Phillies. There were two and a half games in front of them. Yeah, so – Game game ahead of the Nationals, two and a half games above the Phillies. I think even the Marlins are only like five games back. Oh, the Marlins are terrible. How many, how many games back are they? Fourteen and a half. Is it the Mets that are only five? It's yeah, the Mets. Mets there is it They're five? Six and a half. Six and a half back. So like this point in the season, six and a half back is not even out of it. Like, okay, fourteen and a half, you're probably done. Marlins suck it. <laughs> even Marlins, man, has given up on the Marlins. Yeah. Stupid A Rod. Um but yeah, we we've got a a slim lead, and we've been playing a little bit out of our minds. My, well, if we keep on winning, we'll be all right. Right. My if we bet, start losing, we won't. Thanks, Stephen. Good analysis. Yeah. My bet is on uh, us falling back to earth a little bit. Like Freeman, because you're a hater. No, I'm, I'm a realist. Freeman is as good as he's been playing. Marcakis is not. Albies is as probably as good as he's been playing. Well, this is still one of our better seasons we've had in recent years. So yeah, even if we're, we fall back to normal, I think that's okay. But like, but define define a season you're going to get excited about and good is missing the playoffs. It if you're above 500, because that's probably where this team ends up is above 500, but missing the playoffs. No, we got this. Wild card, man. Wild card. Oof. Yeah, maybe. Again, Marquez has got to keep it up. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Other sports action going on. Anybody keeping track of uh, the NHL and the Vegas Knights making the Stanley Cup final in their first season? Yeah, Washington has to win one more game, and then they wrap it up. But I'm going to give props to Vegas, though. Yeah, like, Vegas, yeah. As an expansion team, you made Stanley Cup finals. Like, yeah. Are you kidding so me? So Vegas they just got a hockey game. team, and they're getting a football team, right, the, and, and this fall? Yep. Mm-hmm. This fall or next next year? It's this year. So this year, this year. Vegas is – Oakland, right? I believe so. Yeah, I thought it was another year. Beast mode. Cool. Yeah, Vegas is. uh, They've they've quietly gone from like just tourist destination to an actual city. Good for them. And it doesn't it doesn't hurt that like when your team is playing against them, you're like, hmm, trip to Vegas. Interesting. If the Falcons are going to Vegas, how many Falcons fans are going to Vegas? Vegas is lit. Sammy's there right now. Yeah, Sammy. Sammy's there? Yeah. Shout out to Sammy hitting up the El Cortez. Like, Doing what? 
Him and, State of the Luxor. Uh, him and Alicia went out there to State of the Luxor. And he sent me a daytime photo of them at the Cortez today. And I was like, I didn't know that place existed. Yeah, I was day. like, dude, I was like, you, you can't take out there in the daytime. You got to go at night. He's like, yeah, we're going to come back tonight. <laughs> Old Vegas is where it's at. Vegas. It really is. That's a lot at. of fun. Mm-hmm. We need to make another trip back out there. Cindy, you got to gotta stop going on solo vacation so we can plan a group trip to Vegas. Can't be waiting on y'all. The beach Cindy, Cindy hadn't even been to Ellis Island. Shit. What do you know about eating coleslaw, Cindy? I'm not a big coleslaw fan. No? Not really. No. But 20 bucks is 20 bucks. I heard that was first breaking. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Enough about Vegas and the NHL and all that nonsense. Uh, NBA Finals. You guys been keeping up? You on Team LeBron? Yeah, I mean, I want him to win, but... Ah, uh, why? Because <laughs> it's LeBron. He's well, the he's goat. Bronny Brown. How many times has he already won? <laughs> he's the goat. It doesn't matter how many times he's already won. He's won. You know, LeBron what? has been in the NBA Finals every year since 2010. Yeah, eight straight years. But Steph's been in it four straight years. LeBron's the goat, though. Man. I'm pulling for the Warriors all the way. I watched I, – I caught some of the first game. You caught the bandwagon? Is that what you said? No. No, not the bandwagon. Yeah, you caught the bandwagon. Called, it was on you at the bar. Up. You hitched up to the bandwagon and jumped on that Warriors bandwagon. Game, game one or game oh, three. Whatever, Steven. Are you buying tickets this weekend for when you're halfway to Cleveland? Maybe. You should decide here soon. You want to see him win it. I probably should, but he can't win it. I was telling him Friday's going to be LeBron's last game as a Cavalier in Cleveland. Why? Because he's going to the Lakers. <laughs> because he's definitely leaving Cleveland after this year because that team is just trash without him. Like, he, he needs a real team around him. Um, and Apparently, in, it doesn't matter. He is the team. He takes them to the finals. Right, but yeah. did you see game two? They're getting smoked. Yeah, they are. Like, and he's he's pissed about it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he didn't fire J.R. Smith after the after the game. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. J.R. Smith can't count. Uh, I feel bad for him though. It's not you the know, first time though. Well, I mean, the thing is though, at least they did, it, it forced him into overtime, but it they forced didn't him into losing yeah. the game. You know, like, did you see did you see that reverse angle, the one from like over the Warriors bench though, that showed how wide open he was when he caught that rebound. Uh-uh. Like in real time, I was watching and I was like. Oh yeah, there was you know Warriors guy right there probably would have blocked. I mean, the he, layup. he he clearly thought they were in the lead. Yeah, and he needed yeah, yeah. to possess oh, the yeah. ball instead of giving them another possession. I get it, and let Curry hit his hit twenty three, three right. of the night or whatever it exactly. was. You know, I get that. But like, I thought it was a lot closer. I thought it wasn't a sure thing layup. Mm-hmm. The picture is from above the Warriors bench, like the reverse angle from where you're watching it live mm-hmm. on TV. Mm-hmm. He was wide ass open. Could you have made it? Yes, I couldn't have. Yes, it was like that wide open. So, yeah, Jarrah Smith, I think he's got to retire, right? It's got to be the end of your career, right? I mean, it all depends. If they come back and win it, they're good. They're not coming back and winning it. What if they come back and win? You. What if they come you, back and five, win? And he hits the winning shot. I told I told you, game four Friday in Cleveland. Cleveland is LeBron's last game as in Cleveland. What if they come back and win it? What if they can't? I'm saying they're not going back to Cleveland for game six. So, game seven, it's it's over in four or five. They're going all the way to seven, and the Cavs are going to win it on the road. No way, yeah, yeah, no way. And LeBron is going to go out with an injury, and J.R. Smith is going to come back 
and just just represent, and he's going to win it single-handedly. All right, I'm going to steal from our next topic. You want to bet on that? Well, um, <laughs> it's legal now. Sports gambling is legal now. Well, you know, kind of legal. We need this to happen because Demarius Randall. Did I say that right? Yeah. You know, he tw- he tweeted out. Oh, free jerseys. Yes. Nonsense. There's people tweeting out free jerseys for both sides. And I retweeted it. I retweeted them all too, of course. Yeah. Because so, <laughs> you want a free jersey? jersey? Yeah. I need <laughs> that jersey to go with the Cavs win. All right. I feel like the Warriors jerseys would go better with uh, Georgia Tech colors. Anyway, so who were you pulling for last year, Cindy? Warriors or Cavaliers? I don't even remember the NBA Finals last year. I usually don't. It care. was the same two teams. Who were you pulling for? The Warriors. That's just bad call. I like to pull a, for the was, underdogs. I like yeah, to there pull was, for There them. was a Georgia Tech player on the Cavs last year. Okay, who? See? Shepard. Shepard. What happened to him? He got traded. Did he get traded or are you going for agency? I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not with the Cavs anymore. No, he's not That's the bottom line. LeBron decided to make some roster changes. Yeah, GM decided to uh, – man, that was the thing. I watched a, a video today of – it was two minutes and 45 seconds long. And it was from the end of the end of regulation in game one, like when J.R. Smith was walking to the bench and the camera didn't go off of him. So it was like him sitting there. LeBron on his booster seat. You know LeBron sits on a booster seat. Yeah, because right? he's tight. <laughs> LeBron is the goat. So so much of a prima donna. Anyway, when you're the goat, you got to rush the legs. Yeah, Tom Brady is the goat too. So LeBron sitting two seats to the left. Hill sitting two seats to the right. Who missed the free throw? And J.R. Smith sitting in the middle. And like Corver standing around. Jose Calderon standing around. They're all you know the the guys standing around who weren't on the court are like you know, kind of clapping a little like, yeah, we got to, you know, overtime. All right, let's go. Let's go. Two minutes and 45 seconds. Ty Lue doesn't even come over and like draw up a play or try to encourage anybody or try shit. There is no coaching on that team. There's no GM in that organization. It literally is the LeBron show. Yeah. As it should be. He's How, the goat. Oh God. That is just so like. He probably pays for their uniforms. I mean, come on. Oh, no, his jersey sales pays for that entire organization. Yeah. But the bottom line is, like, why would you expect another player to come and deal with you? Like, super teams are one thing. You can put them together. You can get other great players together. But generally, they like – What's that? Golden State. Golden State's one. Um, Honestly, Chris Paul going to – Rockets. The Rockets, uh, the Spurs, maybe not recent, last two or three years, but like when Tim Duncan was still, you know, in his prime, like they were, they had a lot of studs the on that team. The Heat was different, but the, uh, the common thread throughout the other ones, the Heat was LeBron. The common thread throughout the other ones is they have a coach that every single person, whether you're the number one star in that team or whether you're the two or the three, like Kevin Durant respects Steve Kerr. Andre Iguodala respects Steve Kerr. Draymond respects Steve Kerr. Steph, Clay, like, they all respect Steve Kerr. Everybody on the Spurs respect, respects Pop. Who does mm-hmm. LeBron respect? Nobody. LeBron. That's my point. It's like, why are you going to be number two? Like, if I'm KD and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to the Warriors. 
I know that it's not just going to be, oh, Steph got upset with me, I'm benched. Steve, Steve Kerr is going to put the best team out there on the floor because he's the coach and he's in charge. Right. You can't go to the Cavaliers and have any, like, like that's never going to happen. If LeBron's pissed at you, you get traded. <laughs> he, tra- he literally traded away half the team this year. Why? Because he's like, ah, screw it. I don't like these guys. I, I believe you. And like, why would you, why would you go and deal with that? Totally the LeBron show. Yeah. yeah it's good. LeBron. So like, that's the thing is like, he's going like, to go somewhere he, else. Like, so if he goes somewhere else, then Cleveland has a huge problem because who wants to come play in Cleveland? Oh, nobody. When, I mean, like yeah. after LeBron, like exactly. that's a ghost town after that, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. It, it's he's gonna going be to the Lakers. I mean, Kevin Love's good, but whatever. But yeah, like LeBron James is going to the Lakers. He's going to demand that kind of control anywhere. So why would a KD or a James Harden or like, you know, somebody who's a legit and like those guys are MVPs or MVP caliber guys. And they're playing with other MVP or MVP caliber guys. Why would you want to do that if the other guy's LeBron and he's going to be running the whole show and bench you? And well, the other thing you? is, like, I mean, LeBron's not going anywhere. Like, he's getting up there in age, but he's not going anywhere. Uh, I think Stephen and I were talking about this earlier last week about how mm-hmm. it's possible that his son could be in the NBA at the same time that he's playing. How 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 old's his son? Thirteen. 13 or 14. It's possible. I mean, LeBron was six years. Yeah. Yeah. I can see LeBron being around for another six years. God. Isn't that crazy? There's been a couple of like, uh, Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. Played on the Mariners together. Like there's been a a handful. Uh, Baseball's different though. Like baseball's not NBA. I mean, why? Because it's a little less physical. Less physical, you can pay, play. Most people play for longer. Ooh, you don't see a whole lot of past thirty fivers in baseball either. Like, you definitely don't in in NBA, but not even on the roster. No, I mean, again, it's Ken, a hard task Ken, to do. Yeah, it's Ken not Griffey, Ken Griffey, like as good as his son was, Ken Griffey was that good. Maybe not quite that good, but like he he was an Ken all-star. Ken Griffey was the man. Yeah, but senior was an all-star too. Like he, it wasn't one of those things where he was just kind of bumming around. Like he, he was. It would remind you more of I mean, he wasn't on the level of Chipper, but it was kind of that kind of like, all right, he's old, but he's still good. So you don't think the Lakers could be LeBron James and the three Ball brothers and. Somebody is it LeBron else, Junior, is that the yeah? And LeBron Junior, and then Levar Le- Ball could be the coach. LeBron Junior, <laughs> LeBron Junior, the youngest son, or the he's got two sons. No, right? yeah, he's got yeah. I don't, the, the, Junior's the youngest one. Yeah, I think. yeah. So it'd be whatever the other yeah. son is. Okay. Him, the three Ball brothers, LeBron James, Levar Ball is the coach. Championship oh, team. God. So, do the Lakers and the Warriors are they like in the same like division? They would play more often. Yeah, they're both in the Western Conference. Uh, so more often, NBA schedules don't don't work quite as the same as like, I mean, they do a little bit, but not not quite as hardcore as baseball or football where you play at your division all the time. They they mix it up a little more, but yeah, they would they would play a little more often, and it, it certainly I mean that would talk about shifting the balance of power like 
Yeah. Good luck to whoever's coming out of the East. Right. Although I guess for the last eight years, anybody in the East who wasn't on the team with LeBron has yeah, had a chance anyway. Saying, it's been <laughs> LeBron for the past eight years. So yeah. All right. maybe maybe he'll go to the Celtics. Yeah. What if LeBron goes to Golden State? He's not going to Golden State. The Celtics, the Celtics is kind of one that they've got a couple of pieces in place that are like good. Al Horford's good. Gordon Hayward's good. Like they've got some pieces that are good that, but again, I don't think he'd put up with Brad Stevens as a coach. He just needs to come to the Hawks then. Oh God, I don't, I don't want he that would not come to the Hawks. I don't think. That'd Should. be so lit. Buy tickets now if that's the case. But I'm not going so to much game. money off that. I'm yeah. not going to game. No, but you could sell those for twice whatever they paid for them if LeBron was in town. Yeah, I'm not trying to be a ticket broker either. Why not, Steven? I thought you hustled. Yeah, I do. Just not tickets. No no ticket hustle. No ticket hustle. Cindy, that's more your game, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, right. Georgia Tech basketball tickets are probably about the same price as Hawks tickets. So, you know, whatever. Hawks tickets are surprisingly expensive. I, I know. In, I looked into season tickets this year because I was like, oh, I've got Atlanta United season tickets. Like, they're pretty cheap. Like, our, our Atlanta United season tickets for the whole season per seat is like under 400 bucks. It's like perfect. Like, this is exactly what I want. I was like, how much could Hawks season tickets possibly be? They're trash. Like, they've got to know they're trash. No, they wanted like two grand. Woo. And they for were like, seat? yeah. <laughs> they were like, well, we have 41 games at home. And and I was like, yeah. I don't, I don't care. I'm not going to all those. <laughs> like, I, I get it. Like, that is technically twice the number of games. Like, there's only 17 home games in MLS. But this ain't eight. Like, you ain't asking 800 bucks. You asking. And, like, the more games you have the less meaningful each game is. Exactly. Like that's why the eight, eight game and uh, NFL schedule can demand. Pre- and the more it. money you spend at the concession, like oh, overall. Yeah. God, you yeah. Know? Like that's the thing, like going to 17 Atlanta United games. Like I'm, yeah, I'm buying a hot dog. It's two bucks. Uh, yeah. $2. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm buying 20 bucks worth of beer and a $2 hot dog and I'm out. Yeah. Versus that would get me a beer and a hot dog. Not, You'd be lucky to get a beer and a hot dog for that price. Yeah. Again, times 41 games a year, even 30 games a year if I sold some tickets like shit. Yeah, it just, it didn't make sense. They're trying, you know what they're doing. They're trying real hard to pay for that revamp of Phillips Arena. Oh, I didn't know it was getting a revamp. Yeah, they're putting a barbershop in. (laughs) Perfect. That's exactly what I want there. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I kind of do want to go get my hair cut during a game. What? Why is that a thing? I don't know, but it kind of entices me. You gonna get a high and tight at the game? I mean, they'd have to know how to cut my yeah. I, that's a question of what kind of barbershop is it, and would they know how to cut my hair? But I'm, I'm gonna assume they're professionals and can do a, a decent job. So sure. I think you're giving them a lot of leeway, but okay. I'm expecting them to be professionals, and yeah, that's not too much to ask. Okay. I think it'll be fine. The body tap you said barbershop. Yeah. Are we talking about strip club now? Yeah. Yep. That's what I thought. <laughs> that one, uh, is that a Motley Crue song? No, that's Tattle Shows in Motley Crue song. No, no, no. What was Body Tap in? It's in a song. Somebody's song. Mm-hmm. 
I rode by that one on Marietta that used to be open and they were like putting palm trees outside and remaking it for a movie. Diamonds of Atlanta? Is it not open anymore, Steve? That was your that was your hangout, right? Like the one right outside M West on Marietta. Oh, that's what used to be the body tab. That's what I thought. That's how that was the body tab. The one right next to post office? No, the one on um Marietta and Huff. Yeah, Marietta and Huff. Okay. I thought that was Diamonds. I don't know. It was. It was Body Tap, then it was Diamonds of Atlanta. Oh, okay. So we're then back to the same place. Cool. Then it was uh, V Live. It might still be V Live. I've been to Body Tap. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going back. <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah, because last time I was in there, a fight broke out. The police were called. They were macing people in the parking lot. It's all bad. <laughs> Boy, Mayweather was there. It was rough. A stripper got knocked out. It was it was just all bad. Is it better or worse than your experience at Magic City? Magic, it's just different. <laughs> <laughs> Getting maced and get shot at are totally different. I mean, somebody shot a gun last time I was in Magic City, and everybody just scattered out of there, and then they kind of spilled out in the parking lot shooting at each other. It just wasn't. It's not it's what you're not, looking for. It's yeah. It's just not, not enjoyable. It's not enjoyable, huh? Mm-mm. All right. Well, we'll have to find you a new haunt. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to find something new. <laughs> all right. Anything else you wanted to cover on Cindy? Seeing as we've made it all the way to strip clubs. I think. Uh, I think that covers the whole gambit. What else do we have on our storyboard? Sports gambling is the uh, the last thing. Yep, it's legal now. Delaware's got it cracking. That's what's up. So you you make let's take a trip to Delaware. I've never been there. I'm good. Yeah, nah. Vegas has better sports books than Delaware. This this is the thing that like mark my words. No, you know what this is going to help is like Biloxi, places that already have like the casino infrastructure Mm -hmm. that they didn't have the sports books, and that was kind of the last thing they were missing. Mm-hmm. Now people will be able to go to Biloxi and get their gamble. Cherokee? On. Yeah. Murphy. 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 Atlantic City. The old World of Coke building. I was about to say <laughs> underground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If they ever get around to putting in, I don't know. All right. So. So if Amanda moved here since she's part Native American and bought some land, could she open a casino? No, it's not a reservation. Could she start a reservation? She's Native American. She no. could apply if she'd get denied. She should no do reservations anymore. Yeah. We're not opening new reservations for American Indians these days. <laughs> they don't take reservations. They don't take reservations. <laughs> no, no bookings available. No call ahead. Yeah, no. That was so crazy to me when I was over in Europe. They call it bookings over there. Yeah, you book a table. Booking.com. Yeah. Like what, you booked a reservation. Like, oh, yeah. Like instead of being like, you need to get a reservation. Like, oh, you need to get a booking. And I'm like, the the cab driver in Dublin was telling me this. And I, it took me forever to understand what he was saying. I think he was drunk, too. <laughs> he was drunk or you were drunk? Yes. <laughs> Cabby in Ireland, probably drunk. But that's like his normal. Like if he was sober, like he his, wouldn't yeah, want to around. Right. Exactly. Like his normal is drunk. That's fine. I hit up the pub for a couple Guinnesses for breakfast. But he is the one that told me about Elephant and Castle, which is the best place to eat in Dublin. If you're listening to this podcast and you're in Dublin, 
visiting, you should go there. We eat. probably have a lot of Irish listeners. I think we did. <laughs> so. But I mean, I, I figure if they live in Ireland already, they probably know about the elephant and castle. But if they don't, and you're going to be traveling to Ireland, it's what's up. Hit it up. It's my travel recommendation for the week. Steven's travel tips. <laughs> yeah, New segment. In Temple Bar. And New have to segment. Steven's travel tips. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear what Steven's travel tips when he comes back from Ohio are. OH. Oh, man. I can't wait to hear about the game four of the NBA finals. Tell us what it's like, Steven. If I go, I'll tell you all about it. If not, I'll watch it and act like I was there. There we go. Hey, did y'all see that uh, Johnny Football is going to the Canadian Football League? Hey. <laughs> Got to pay a rehab bill somehow. Hey. <laughs> is that where he's been all this time? It's comeback season, SZN. What is that? It's Johnny Football. He's about to come back. He's going to make it back to the NFL. He's going to crush it. All right. He's the man. Did you, you should draft him in your fantasy football league this year. I might. I'd still beat you. All right. We should do a fantasy football um, podcast. We should. Y'all going to put more than one bench spot on your fantasy football league this year? I. <laughs> I think we have four, right? No, you had like three. <laughs> like every week you had, like if your quarterback was on by, you had to drop like literally. We had legit, four bench spots. You had to drop. I, I was looking at Steve's roster last year. And he was like, yeah, <laughs> drop Todd Gurley this week. I'm like, what? That doesn't no, make any no, sense. No, that would never happen because I'd never draft Todd Gurley. Whatever. You, it was somebody of that caliber. You were dropping starting running backs. So I was like, nah. Todd Gurley's trash. Nah. He made it interesting. Yeah. He's trash. All right. To wrap it up here, any any last thoughts? Todd Gurley's trash. Go Jackets. Go Jackets. UGA's trash. All right. So thanks, Cindy, for uh, dialing in from the beach. And no problem. Uh, for, for Stephen and I here, looking looking out over Midtown, I, I can see Tech Tower and Bobby Dodd from from here, from where we sit. Use so. a peach tree high above. High above in the Midtown Studios. This has been episode nine, question mark? Meh. Yeah, sure, nine-ish of uh, the Weekend Shenanigans Niner. podcast. Check us out on Twitter at uh, WSPTA pod or on Instagram at Weekend Shenanigans. And uh, we will uh, probably catch you guys early July because uh, like, follow, Cindy's, and subscribe yeah, yeah, hit, hit, smash that like button I know Cindy's at the beach for the next month so, uh, right. forever bye Cindy Yeah, bye. bye. see Cindy come football soon now we'll, we'll catch up with you, it's going to be a couple of uh, maybe we'll do some intermediate pool podcasts or something uh, impromptu but uh, next time we'll catch up with you guys we'll have some Adidas shit on probably so head to toe, three stripes drip Three stripes. All right. See ya. Bye. Goodbye.